So hi, we're on the Good Noise Podcast with Adam Thornton. We're going to ask him some questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired you to start making music? Um, Probably, well, I don't know. This is probably going to sound kind of cheesy, but the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles and my dad. My dad got me into the band uh, The Eagles. There was a little concert they did in 94 called Hell Freezes Over. And I watched that a ton, and I just kind of got into it more from there. Okay. Hmm. All right. Very All right. cool. Solid. Uh, so, congrats on your newest album, Passenger Airbag. How do you feel about the response to it so far? It's been really pretty positive. Maybe a little bit slow in the uh, marketing department, but it's been probably, I'd say, a little bit more positive than most of the things that I've put out so far. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, I'm so happy to hear that. Uh so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process, just like in general for all your releases? Well, generally, I'll probably just be watching TV or <laughs> talking to somebody and they'll say something that sort of, you know, just strikes me as clever or offbeat. And I'll I'll just start there and write out from it. Really? Wow, so it's like and anything that kind of And sometimes like I just sort of just go to my computer and start playing around on the keyboard and find a sound that strikes my ear and try to almost write to the mood that that creates. Hmm. It's it's pretty much different every time I I write something. Okay. That's so cool. So it's like literally somebody can just say something and you'd be like, "Oh, wait. That sounds cool. Let me yeah. go write a song about that." In fact, like um, one of the songs on Passenger Airbag called uh, Surf Jones happened because uh, me and my buddy were walking down the street and uh, this old pharmacy that I used to go to called Deason's had changed hands to this company that made uh, Letterman sweaters and stuff like that called Herf Jones. And I, I don't really remember. I think one of us just mispronounced it. And I was like, oh, I could write a song about a surfer named Jones. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Why not? Why not? And it's all kinds of stuff like that. Um, one of the songs on there, uh, Holy Swahili Goats, um, was written after a bad experience I had at a church I was going to. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a uh, there was a, a, a preacher up there, assistant preacher, um, who, who played bass at the church. And he was out one Sunday. No, no, no. Okay. That was a that was a separate time, but but I went up to play guitar. Somebody invited me up on stage to play guitar for the church. Mm-hmm. And he didn't particularly like it and and told me to sit down and What? <laughs> he went down to my to my grandma after the service and was like, "I can't let anybody play that's not filled with the Holy Spirit." And Oh my god. So, you know, I mean, the song has if you were to just listen to the song after that description, you probably wouldn't hear that in there because it's like a very buried part of the song, but that's where it started. Wow. Okay. Wait, so that was the inspiration of the song or mm-hmm. you, the part you played on no, stage? No, was I, what I you... was like, I was vi- like, that was the, I was really mad. And so mm-hmm. I just started writing something to mm-hmm. kind of get my frustration out. And it just turned into this weird Holy Swahili Goats was a thing that my friend said, uh, making fun of Batman and Robin. Like, Holy Swahili Goats, Batman! Yeah. And, I, and, like, 
I don't know. I just kind of th- back then, like all of those songs on that album were written when I was like 16, 17 years old. Oh, wow. And I went back and found the multi-tracks and sort of remixed them to make them sound a bit better because my mixing skills were kind of dodgy then. But um, yeah, back then, my writing style was more just like taking all these pieces and just sort of throwing them in one thing. It didn't necessarily have to make sense. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Makes sense. So where was your headspace for this album? Well, for this album, I was sort of trying to think about how I would have wanted the album to sound when I was like 16, 17, when I was writing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was like, that's all I kept thinking through the whole thing. Like, what would I have wanted this to sound like? Because I didn't have the skills to make it like I wanted it then. And I, I think I pretty much succeeded in it. Although, I will say, I was watching some YouTube videos yesterday uh, about some mixing tips. And like halfway through, I was like, damn it, I might have to do this again. <laughs> I picked up so many like new... You know, I don't know if you've ever like found this or not, but once you sort of think you kind of know about something, you kind of figure out that you don't know as much as you thought. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So what band or artist influences do you think you can hear the most in your music? <laughs> More than likely, they might be giants. I don't know if you're familiar with them. I've of heard course, of yeah. them. Yeah. I've heard of them, yeah. Um, I... I started listening to their music around the same time that I was writing all this stuff. And like from then on, uh, they're probably the band that I've listened to the most over the years outside of like the Beatles. Um, And, you know, I was thinking earlier today where I would place them in a hierarchy. um, And it's really hard to say whether I would put them under the Beatles or over the Beatles. Mm -hmm. I, I I definitely think without the Beatles, they wouldn't probably exist but I, I kind of think they're maybe better. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, fair. All right. That's fair. But yeah, it's basically just a lot of their influence and a lot of vocal influence from like the Beach Boys. Um, I take a lot of lyrical cues from people like Lou Reed. Um, really just kind of like, I think pretty much everything that I listen to, you can hear kind of being spat out in the things that I write. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So I want this to go super, super quick. So I want you to describe your music in three words. Oof. As um, fast as you can. Okay. Uh, crazy, trippy, uh, confusing. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Works. Wonderful. Uh, good. Good. So is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while listening to your music? Well... Probably, like, I would probably, like, lean a little bit heavy on Confused. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> one, of, one of my favorite sort of feelings that I get whenever I listen to music, like, the music I gravitate toward, isn't, it isn't obvious at first what it's talking about. Mm-hmm. And, like, the sounds that they use aren't, like, your standard, you know, rock band kind of stuff. Like, you know, the Beatles sort of started all that with bringing in the sitar and the mellotron and all that stuff. And of course, like John Lennon's weird lyricism on like, I'm the walrus and stuff like that. Like anytime I've ever heard a song, 
and it just confused me. It made me kind of go like, what is that? I need to know more about this. And I, I like that feeling, and I kind of hope to invoke that a little bit in people. Hmm. All right. Solid. So, but, I mean, I guess people probably don't like to go through the world confused, so maybe I'm <laughs> hitting a weird target, but <laughs> I hope it works. Yeah. Worrying, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So you released a crap ton of records from 2015 <laughs> to 2018. What what was up with that? Oh, well, f <laughs> first I would probably have to say um, marijuana and a lot of time. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> Honesty. Um, but um, more to the point, I... Uh, I ran across this dude on the. I belong to a, a, a group on Facebook for for Devo fans. Like I'm, I'm sure you both know who Devo is, and they're also like a big inspiration to me. You know the Whippet guys. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, I, I posted one of my songs to this group, and I ran into this dude named Marvin, who sort of like became my de facto manager. And he was really. I up until that point, I just released single songs i don't even think i'd really written or recorded anything in a while mm -hmm. and uh he sort of inspired that load of stuff that i put out he was like why don't you why don't you put some of this stuff on an album and i just like started doing it okay so there are like five or six albums in 2016 alone i'm like holy shit <laughs> oh my god um well, i mean i think one of them might have been a single so let's not get too Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. My of bad. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five yeah. albums in a single. Uh, so, <laughs> are there any new projects on the horizon? There are a couple. Um, I've started a band with a friend of mine named Daniel Armstrong that we're calling the Dinner Plates, Ooh. which um, it's kind of in the same vein, but a little bit on the more kind of artsy fartsy side. Like, he comes from a very um, uh, music theory-ish kind of background and he, he's like turned me on to a lot of Baroque music and stuff like that so I've, I've really been kind of um, trying to stretch out my scope for for this project I think it's going pretty cool other than that um, I have like one solo album in the works really? of which I, I, I'm, I probably won't give the name away right now because okay. it's, okay. it's, it's, it's like a, it's a tentative title and I, I don't know if I'm going to change it but mm -hmm. it's a bunch of songs that I sort of have been working on for about a year. Things are a lot more slow going these days. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's so been a lot harder to find pot. Yeah, uh, I I can imagine, <laughs> man. <laughs> I can imagine. So I okay. Uh, so where do you see the project in the next five years? Uh, my my personal project. Or... Yes, personal project. That's always. I, I've never really liked looking too far into the into the future. Um, I hope that I'll at least kind of find some little solid core audience. Like I, I, I'm not really expected anything too huge to happen, but I mean, just some little kind of comfortable thing where I can kind of put my stuff out there and, and get it to a few people is all I'm really looking for. Okay. Right. Awesome. I love that. Uh, so for the last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music and go straight to death row. So Ooh. if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Oh, shit. 
This is one of those existential questions. <laughs> Man, what would I want my last meal to be? It would it would have to include Chick Fil A probably. All okay. Right. Um, wait, wait. What's your go-to Chick Fil A meal? I don't go there like anymore, but their their sandwich. I get I get their sandwich and their nuggets together. Like I, I can't okay. really, I can't leave without one of those two things, and so mm -hmm. I just like both. I can't. I can never choose, so I just grab both. That's fair. Um. Okay. Okay. My death row meal would be. A bowl of my grandmother's chicken and dumplings with a two-liter bottle of Pepsi. Okay. Wow. I'm a, I'm a simple dude. Mm -hmm. Very simple. I like it. <laughs> Wonderful. So if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Dick Tracy. <laughs> there's a, there's a, you, you know the comic strip, right? Dick Tracy? Maybe. I don't think I've heard of it. <laughs> I trust I you. I trust you. <laughs> well, they it was a comic strip back in I think the 40s, 50s, 60s and uh they made a movie about it in the late 80s with mm -hmm. Warren Beatty and Madonna starring. Mm. And uh it was very very visually striking and it's one of my favorite movies, so that's that's probably the fictional world I want to be in, yeah. Solid. Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question and every single person we have spoken to have said it's the most important question. What is oh, your favorite ready. color? Yellow. Oh, <gasps> good. Any, That's all I have to say. Any specific shade of yellow. Like, like canary yellow. Like, do you see this, um, sign I have back here on my wall with my name on it? Yes. I think so. Yes. Um, back whenever I was in preschool, that was the sign that my dad like put up in the window so they would know which car to send me to and I was yellow Adam so Oh my 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 choice would have been orange a few years ago but like for some reason just in the last couple of years it switched over to yellow All right well solid, solid. nonetheless as it should Uh so as I said that is all the questions we have to say is there anything you'd like to plug Um well my ridiculous catalog of course <laughs> Is on <laughs> is on sale um, for over half price if anybody wants to check it out. And if you don't feel like buying it, you can just go and listen to it all you want to. It doesn't bother me as long as you like it. Um, and if you'd like, I got my I got my keyboard hooked into the system. But it sounds good. If you want me to play you something before I head off, go Whoa. for it. Okay. Oh wait, I thought we were requesting. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, no, no. Do you have a request? That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do this. The last song off of my my latest album, and I, I hope this comes out okay because okay. I've been scrambling all day to figure out how to make this work. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
That is the closest we've gotten to live music in like a hot minute. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I am in shock. It also that sounded was so very good. good. Yeah. Oh my god. We have had a couple people try to play music on here, and every single time it sounds like complete shit. So I not not because of the person, yeah. but because of like mics Their and everything. Their setup, yeah. Just so this to one, clarify. Yes, the setup was perfect. It sounded fantastic, and you sounded fantastic. You're so, thank so you good. For that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> 
Um, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm trying to turn off the reverb now, but okay. Got it. Right. See, there's a little yeah, yeah. bit of trouble here and there. Yeah, mm -hmm. no problems. Um, well, I guess that's where we're going to leave it then because you plugged yeah. everything and then played a song. Uh, that was so cool. So yeah. thank you for sitting out with us. This has been Adam Thornton and uh, Worthy Good Noise Podcast.